All right. Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. The topic of tonight's show is going to be the importance and problems with personal development. All right. And uh, before we simply dive right into the show, I think it might be worth detailing out a few of the bullet points regarding the actual nature of the show so that you know what to expect before you commit the time to listening to the show. In tonight's show, we're going to discuss personal development and a little bit more specifically, we're going to talk about, well, I'm going to talk about rather my own history with personal development, why personal development is important to me, the problems I see with personal development, and the future of personal development. And that future might be personally, uh, the future of personal development with regard to society and or the future of personal development worldwide. Uh, who knows where it's going to go at that point in time? I do have some notes lined up, by, but by the time we get towards the end of the episode, I will more than likely be off track, off my notes, and just kind of free talking at that point. Um, first of all, before we say anything else for those of you who are listening to the show right now i'd like to thank you uh the interaction that i have with the audience is a large part of what drives the show and the reality is that you guys inspire me you guys inspire me to create content in the manner that i do um the feedback that i get allows me to understand that the authenticity of the show and the manner in which it is done is appreciated. And for that, I appreciate you. And I just want to make sure that everybody out there watching and listening is aware of that. Um, you know, because the reality is this show is oftentimes inconsistent with the manner in which many other content creators do so. Uh, I frequently don't have show notes and am oftentimes seemingly unprepared for the show. And uh, accordingly, this show is a, you know, in the, the reason it's or the manner in which it's done is really an accurate representation of my life, which until recently has been inconsistent and somewhat unprepared despite, despite my attempts to portray it as otherwise. And this is also one of the reasons why I don't really have that broad of a reach like many other content creators do. Now, I've discussed that in the past. And even though I am approaching 500 episodes with this particular podcast, I've never really done much with regard to the actual promotion of the show. I've only been interviewed by a handful of other shows. And even when I was, the lack of promotion simply wasn't there for various reasons. And you know what? That's okay. I'm okay with that. Now at the core of it, you know, I'm okay with it because the reality is, guys, I've lacked the confidence in my own work over the past few years. And that's the real reason why I have not been promoting the show, um, despite the fact that I routinely mentioned that I was interested in seeing how the show would grow organically. And I'm not going to say that that was necessarily a lie, but it was far from the truth. The reality was that I wasn't being honest with myself and I wasn't being honest with the show because I lacked confidence in myself. So I would say a lot of things and I would do a lot of things and I would try to project myself as something that I wasn't. And, you know, I think I'm not going to say anything about, I think we all do that because I can only speak for me. And that's something that I did. I just, I lacked confidence in myself. I tried to portray myself as something that 
I wasn't. And that has ended up in the show being what it is. And recently, the reality is that's begun to change. You guys in the Telegram group who are probably messaging right now, or I'm getting some sort of message on Telegram, so I'm going to shut that off. You guys in the Telegram group, you already know this. I've a little, I've elaborated a little bit on this, the whole confidence issue with the, 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 the mug shots that we do, you know, the hashtag mug shots and the hashtag my three things over the past few weeks, I've made some comments about lifestyle changes that I'm engaging in. And uh, one of which is the, de the decreased frequency of this podcast in addition to changes in my daily routine. And if you guys are interested in some of the specifics that I'm talking about, I would encourage you to join the Telegram group at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. That is a group that's been specifically created for listeners of this show to serve as a platform for those interested in personal growth and development to share experiences and interact with one another. So we've got a decent sized community out there. And, you know, if you like what you hear and you find yourself listening to this routinely, then I would definitely encourage you to check out the group because that's where I'm engaged the most in, uh, in terms of social media and the most engaged audience members are there as well. People like Letty, who constantly does the the my three things, um, and uh, daily mug shots. Uh, Sean, Wayne, Brian, Rachel, you know, um, everybody's there. Uh, the 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 like the core group of people are there. And um, like I said, Brian and his company, Food Forest Farms, actually helps make this podcast the way that it is now in its current form. And um, Brian's company is Food Forest Farms, the home of Air Roasted Specialty Coffee, a fun hip camp, and a cozy Airbnb. And you can learn more, and I would encourage you to check it out at foodforestfarms.com and tell them that Rob sent you. You know, um, and speaking of this show in its current form, if you're not already aware for those of you listening in podcast land, its current form is a live stream. And we're actually live streaming right now on Sunday night, uh, February 12th, 2023. And, <clears throat> you know, the audience is going to be limited at best on this 494th episode of the All Around Growth podcast because... It's Super Bowl Sunday, and I think people are more interested in that than what I'm doing. And the reality is, I get it, but I'm not. So if you are watching out there, or you're watching the video sometime later down the road, then drop a comment and say hi. And as time goes on, and people drop in here and there, any and all comments are welcome as I record and talk about personal development and ultimately the importance and problems with it. So without further ado, let's get into the show topic. So why are we talking about personal development in the first place? Well, you know, personal development is one of seven areas of life that I believe we need to find balance in, in order to achieve this thing called all around growth. And as you know, the, the, the title of the podcast is all around growth. And I have, I've come to believe that we can only grow all around in life when we focus on achieving balance in these seven areas of life, financial, physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, and career. Now, in the past, we've rotated through these topics on a regular basis. We've also covered a wide variety of content on this show, but based on current life experiences, I've decided to rein it in 
and rotate through these seven topics again. Now, last week's show was a bit of a rambling episode discussing discussing the physical aspect of our life and perhaps not my finest work, but it is what it is. Like I said, this show is truly an accurate representation of my life. Even the past where I portrayed myself as something other than what and who I am, you know, um, that's that's it. Uh, but unlike last week's episode, this week's episode, if you can't tell already, is going to be a little bit more structured. And that structure is something I hope to continue doing. But the reality is, with life on life's terms being what it is, there will likely be many more unstructured episodes where I just get on and talk and basically just say what's on my mind and let the spirit guide me. So, you know, with regard to this episode and uh, personal development, my experience with it dates back approximately 15 years. Now, at this time, at the time of this recording, February 12th, 2023, I am 44 years old. And if we step back in time, 15 years ago, was the year 2008. Now, I had just turned 30 years old and I was on the cusp of making some significant changes in life. And those changes, which ultimately led me to my experiences within the corporate world, is what initially got me interested in personal development. Now, prior to that, during my 20s, I wasn't really interested in anything, in, in my opinion, that falls under the umbrella of personal development. I was interested in doing this thing called living. Uh, I spent a lot of time largely in Colorado and North Carolina. And much of that time outside of working was spent in the outdoors and in the music scene, uh, you know, first attending concerts and festivals as just like an audience member. And then ultimately in North Carolina, learning how to play music. And that was a big driver in, uh, regarding why I moved there in the first place. I wanted to learn that style that way. And I figured the best way to do it would be to simply move there and learn that style that way from people who learned it from other people who played that way who learned it from other people that played that way, who learned it from other people. That, okay, you get the point, right? But getting back to this whole personal development thing, 2008 was when I first was also when I first began actively engaging in social media. All right. And that whole engagement in social media is in large part, which led me a big contributing factor to leading me to getting a real job. And that was also when the comparison trap first kicked in real hard for me. Although it took me well over a decade to realize this pattern that I was falling into, right? I remained in that comparison trap for many years, and I often find myself back there from time to time. So anyways, after four years of living in North Carolina, like I said, engaging in the outdoors, playing old time music, I returned back here to Ohio to be with my family and help develop the land that my parents had built um, and were planning to build on. I'm sorry, develop the, the land that my parents had recently purchased and were intending to build on. But due to the Great Recession and the housing market crash in 2008, construction of everything out here was just delayed. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, I've linked to this, you know, the, the fall of the market in 2008 and why the housing market crashed in 2008. I've linked to that in the show notes. But just to recap, the stock market and housing market crashes of 2008 trace their origins to the unprecedented growth of the subprime um, 
of the subprime. A subprime lender is a credit provider that specializes in borrowers with low or subprime credit ratings. Because these borrowers represent a higher risk of default, subprime loans are associated with relatively high rates of interest. And that comes from Investopedia. But the bottom line is, you know, that time was just not a good time to build. It was not a good time to buy. It was not a good time for really anything with regard to the housing market. And subsequently, I decided to shift gears with the type of employment that I was seeking at that time. And in large part, like I said, because of this comparison trap, I decided to seek a career in the green industry and not just get another job, but I was going to, you know, form a career like so many other people on social media did. And luckily I was able to find a job that I not only enjoyed, but gave me the opportunity to grow. I was working with the Davy tree expert company, a small division within that company called Davy resource group, which has grown into a much larger division doing a lot of different things. And, uh, what we were doing was performing a lot of different contract work for large utilities, utilities like Exelon, Duke Energy, uh, PG&E out west, Nextera, um, Commonwealth Edison in the Chicago metro area, Dominion, Excel, and, and, and many others. And um, I also had an opportunity to work with FEMA, got my first taste of FEMA jobs and uh, contract and urban or consulting urban and utility forestry. You know, it was, it was a good gig. I liked it. I could be outdoors and it gave me the ability to first, you know, really get some experience with computer work and nerd work like spreadsheets and reporting and data management and uh, really software development too. Um, and as I grew into that career and grew into management, I had my first taste of leadership studies and material that went along with it, much of which I saved and eventually put into Evernote, which I have been using since early 2012. Now, if you're not really familiar with Evernote, I've linked to it in the show notes. It's a great resource. Um, one of the reasons I like Evernote on a real quick side note is... Uh, you can save content, you can save websites and reference the material on the website after the fact, in the case that the website has been shut down. So if the website's no longer in service and uh, you've made a note of that website years ago, your note will still show, the content will still be there, at least the page that you saved, and it, it, it really doesn't matter if that website's still there or not. So I would encourage you to check out Evernote if you're not already using it because, it because of that fact, it's been invaluable for websites that just went away for whatever reason. If, uh, if, if you've saved something there, it's still there. You can still access the content from that page in your notes indefinitely. So anyways... A lot of this stuff that I was that I was getting sent my way, I I, I put into Evernote, and um, the more I learned about all of this stuff, leadership, team management, and all of that, I I couldn't help but think of how applicable much of this would be in my personal life. All right, and ultimately, this is why personal development is important to me because I could see how these things that I was learning in my career would transfer over into my personal life. And, you know, for example, I'll look at this right now and um, give you a couple quick ideas on like the types of things that I was looking at back then that I had saved. And, um, you know, just just to give a quick example of 
things that I things that I was coming across, things that were being sent my way. A lot of this stuff came from the uh I'm 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 looking at this and I'm not exactly sure what it is. It's national um I'll get to it in a minute, but it I forget the name of the company and it's this is one of these companies that's not around right now, National Seminar Training and they would put on these workshops like how to handle conflict um little seminars like emotional intelligence uh emotional intelligence see why everybody's talking um yeah star 12 national seminar training um star 12 learning network you know managing multiple projects and priorities uh improving your management plan um, or improving your management skills. This is, yeah, this is from nationalseminarstraining.com, which I don't think is in uh, action anymore. But, um, you know, I saved a lot of other things about, um, you know, policies and something called uh, the performance PAM talent, talent management, you know, all of these things. Um, you know, it, it was it was good. MyStar12.com was another one that allowed us to create a personal development plan. And it looks like Star 12 Skill Path Learning is still something that is available today. That is not linked to in the show notes, but you can check it out at MyStar12.com and learn a little bit more there. But um Anyways, you know, as time went on, like that is some of the stuff that I came across and I just logged it. I logged it for future reference. Um, I knew it was going to become relevant at some point in time. I just didn't know how yet, but I wanted to, I just, I wanted to log it. And that's, that's the beauty of Evernote. I probably have 7,000 notes in there something like that. And they're all tagged and the search functionality within it is fantastic. And it just, it's, it's great. So, um, you know, as time went on, I ended up moving back to Ohio again in late 2013, 2014. And as I transitioned jobs, you know, this type of material, this type of corporate leadership material was no longer a part of my life. And despite, and despite the fact that management and leadership was less integral of a component as it was in my prior work environment, it was always on the forefront of my mind. Because at that point in time, I was reading or continuing to read books by authors like John Maxwell. And if you're not familiar with who John Maxwell is, uh, again, I've linked to all these authors in the show notes and in the description below. So you can check this out for your reference. But John C. Maxwell is the number one New York Times bestselling author, coach, and speaker who has sold more than 30 million books, has been identified as the number one leader in business by the American Management Association, and the world's most influential leadership expert by Business Insider and Inc. Magazine. Uh, Dr. Maxwell has also received the Horatio Alger Award as well as the Mother Teresa Prize for Global Peace and Leadership from the Luminary Leadership Network. All right. I was also back then when I was on the road, you know, 2009, 2010, 2011, uh, I also got turned on to Dave Ramsey. Now, my financial situation was not the best at that time, and it continued to get worse, but I really liked what Dave Ramsey had to say. I listened to that. As a matter of fact, that was the very first podcast that I ever listened to, followed up shortly thereafter by Jack Spearco from the Survival Podcast. And You can check out Jack's work at tspc.co. I would strongly encourage you to do that if you are not already listening to him. Again, that's Jack Spearco, tspc.co. Um, big inspiration for me. Great dude. 
and um, you know, someone I'm I'm very pleased to say that that I've met personally, and just I I, I vouch for the work that he does, um, and uh, you know, he he he's created a volume of work that is very comprehensive, spanning all kinds of things with his show, The Survival Podcast. Now, Dave Ramsey is an eight-time national best-selling author, personal finance expert, and host of The Ramsey Show, which is heard by 23 million listeners every week. He's appeared on Good Morning America, CBS This Morning, Today, Fox News, CNN, Fox Business, and many more. And since 1992, Dave has helped people take control of their money, build wealth, and enhance their lives. And as time went on, I was ex also exposed to John Acuff, who is a New York Times bestselling author of eight books, including his most recent book, Soundtracks, which is a great book. Highly recommend that book, Soundtracks. And he's also written a book. Well, actually, I'm sorry. This is the subtitle of the book, Soundtracks, The Surprising Solution to Overthinking. Check that book out. It will help you understand why you think the things that you think, right? Now, his work has been published in more than 20 languages. It's both critically acclaimed and adored by readers. I can vouch for that. And when he's not writing, Acuff can be found on a stage as one of Inc.'s top 100 leadership speakers. He's spoken to hundreds of thousands of people at conferences, colleges, and companies around the world, including FedEx, Nissan, Microsoft, Lockheed Martin, Chick-fil-A, Nokia, and Comedy Central. All right. He is known for his insights wrapped in humor. And John Acuff also shared the stage with an American icon when he opened up for Dolly Parton at the Ryman Auditorium. So, you know, for over 20 years, he's helped some of the biggest brands tell their story, including Home Depot, Bose, and Staples. His fresh perspective on life has given him the opportunity to write for Reader's Digest, Fast Company, and the Harvard Business Review, along with Time Magazine. Um, John lives in Nashville, Tennessee and, um, you know, kind of down there in, in Dave Ramseyville and, uh, he's married as two teenage daughters and John Acuff, again, great guy, great author. Don't know him personally, but I highly recommend his work and it's been instrumental with my thoughts on personal development. Um, shortly thereafter, I started reading about Tim Ferriss started reading his books. And if you're not familiar with who Tim Ferriss is, I'll go ahead and read his bio along with one other bio before I keep moving forward. But Tim Ferriss has been listed as one of Fast Company's most innovative business people and one of Fortune's 40 under 40. He's an early stage technology investor, advisor, um, having worked with Uber, Facebook, Shopify, Duolingo, Alibaba, and 50 at least 50 other companies. And is the, he's the author of five number one New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestsellers, including The 4-Hour Workweek and Tools of Titans, The Tactics, Routines, and Habits of Billionaires, Icons, and World-Class Performers. This is a book that I have not read, but it's a book that I've heard a lot of people that I respect talk about. Um, and the next author, Dan Miller, has actually done a book study on this book. So if you're not familiar with it, I would check it out. It's on my list of books to read. And uh, But back to Tim Ferriss, The Observer and other media have called Tim the Oprah of audio due to the influence of the Tim Ferriss Show podcast, which is the first business interview podcast to exceed 100 million downloads. It has now exceeded 900 million downloads, and in probably a matter of no time, he will have 1 billion downloads, which is astronomical. I can't even imagine that. Now, like I said, Dan Miller has done a book study on Tim Ferriss's book, Tools of Titans, The Tactics, Routines, and Habits of Billionaires, Icons, and World-Class Performers. 
And Dan Miller is the president of 48 Days LLC, specializing in creative thinking for increased personal and business success. He believes that meaningful work blends our natural skills and abilities, our unique personality traits, and our dreams and passions. Dan is active in helping individuals redirect careers, evaluate new income sources, and achieved, achieve balanced living. He believes that a clear sense of direction can help us become all that God designed us to be. And based on my interactions with Dan, both online and personally through letters and, and emails and things like that, that's one thing that Dan excels at is correspondence with his audience and people in it. And, um, you know, Dan is the author of a widely acclaimed book, 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love, with also a book called No More Dreaded Mondays. He's been a guest on CBS's The Early Show, MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews, Fox Business News, and uh, The Dave Ramsey Show. Just to hit some highlights, he hosts a weekly podcast that is consistently ranked number one in careers on iTunes. And Dan is also a frequent speaker at conferences, including Social Media Marketing World, Podcast Movement, New Media Europe, Launch and Coaching with Excellence. Um, that book, 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love, is a great book. There are some great strategies and techniques to help you get to where you want to be in life. The 48 Days Eagles community that he started up is also another great resource. And Dan's got a lot of free resources out there at 48days.com, many of which I used to promote, many of which I used to be, be an affiliate for. I no longer am because I'm no longer participating in that community strictly due to financial reasons. It is a paid membership community, and I'm really trying to cut back on finances. And I had to make some sacrifices somewhere. I talked about that a couple episodes ago with regard to what I'm doing and how that's going to impact this show, among other things. Stay tuned for more details on that. But if you are in a hard spot, you don't know what you want to do, you don't know where you want to go, ch check out his work. I, I can't recommend that enough. Out of everything and all the authors that I listed here that are listed in the show notes, without a doubt, Dan Miller has had the most impact on me personally. And it's actually his goal setting workbook that is not linked to in the show notes, but it's linked to in so many other episodes um, is actually what provided the framework for the show as it currently is today. Those seven aspects of life, financial, physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, and career, those are the seven areas in that order that he suggests that we set goals in and also provides a framework in which to do so and do so effectively. It's a very comprehensive workbook, step-by-step -step guide on how to not only set goals, but actually execute on them and achieve them. So if you've struggled with setting goals in the past, check out Dan Miller's goal setting workbook. It's available to download for free. Okay. Don't use my affiliate link. Just find it, download it, use it, make it a part of your life. Start changing your life. You can do it today. Put this podcast on pause, go to 48days.com, find it, download it, come back. And, you know, this is always going to be here. I don't know if that workbook is always going to be available for free, but at this time, as of February 12th, 2023, it is. And I would strongly recommend that you do that. Okay. So now that we've got a bit of an understanding with my history regarding personal development and why it's important to me, especially with the parallels between career and personal life. And Dan kind of ties that all together with personal life tying into your career. I think it's worth discussing some of 
what I believe to be are the problems with personal development. Okay, so what I mean by that is if we look at just a search engine of choice, I'm going to use pre-search and we type in something like personal development, what we find is just articles galore, right? We What is personal development and why, you know, what is personal development and why is it, I don't know, important, you know, personal development, skills you need. Uh, this, th that first one, what is personal development and why that's from betterup.com, personal development skills you need, skillsyouneed.com, you know, likely, I don't know, they're going to try and sell you something. Let's just check that out anyways. All right. What is personal development? All right. Self-actualization. This is pretty cool. Uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a very interesting and awesome thing. Um, definitely recommend checking that out. I would just say check out this article and, um, you know, personal development. Is this a, is this a lead magnet to something that you want to buy? You know, I don't know. Apparently not. So, um, I'm sure there's something in here that, you know, there's interpersonal skills, leadership skills, learning skills, presentation skills, writing skills, numeracy skills, parenting skills. I'm sure somewhere in here, there's something that they're encouraging you to buy. And you know what? Things cost money. But check this out. Skillsyouneed.com. Personal development. But we've also got nine ways to improve your personal development skills on Indeed.com. You know, personal development on Wikipedia. Nine skills to improve your personal development from self-development, uh, you know, berkeleywellbeing.com. The, the, the point that I'm getting at here is the problems with personal development is there are resource after resource after resource after resource after resource on personal development. And, you know, who do you know what, like, who's good? Who's not? Who sucks? Who doesn't? Um, you know, that's one of the problems with personal development. There's a lot of people out there who claim to be gurus on personal development. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not so sure that everybody who claims, to, you know what, I'll tell you something. Anybody who claims to be a guru on anything isn't. All right. Flat out. I believe that. I'm no guru on anything. All I know is I don't know. And, you know, if you've listened to this show long enough, that's that's been pretty evident. Some of the smartest people that I talk to constantly say something i'm going to try and start saying a little more and that is i reserve the right to be wrong um you know i do but with regard to problems with personal development one thing that you can do is find people who have some kind of message that resonates with you and follow suit. Try to figure out what it is that they're doing. Try to figure out what kind of content it is that they listen to and follow that. You know, let the let the let the spirit move you for lack of a better term. You know, if there's somebody that says something that resonates with you, someone that you trust and they provide you some resources like the resources and authors that are listed down in the description below and that will be listed in the show notes when this podcast comes out tomorrow, then, you know, if you feel like you can trust me, then check those resources out. That's a great starting point. Moreover, with someone like Dan Miller, what he does is he constantly, constantly cites authors, 
and material that he references so that you can dig deeper into whatever it is that strikes a chord with you when he talks about it. For example, um, I'm looking because I know it's over there on the counter, but I'm not going to grab it right now. But one of the things that came with the 48 days material when I signed up for it was a CD of Earl Nightingale's recordings. Not all of them, but some of them. And Earl Nightingale has a recording from the 50s titled The Strangest Secret. And that is perhaps one of the best audio recordings that you can and should listen to on a regular basis. And just so you can see what it is that we're looking at here, uh, if we the strangest secret is it's available in video and um, I'll just pull it up. This is the one that I like and it is quite frankly, awesome. The strangest secret in the world by Earl Nightingale. And guys, if you're not familiar with this particular recording of this of Earl Nightingale's work be familiar with it for those of you that are watching I pulled it up on the screen and uh, I learned of this through Dan Miller this is something I will try to remember to put in the show notes and in the description after the fact quite frankly I'm just going to drop this in the comments right here in the live stream so that you guys can um see what it is that I'm talking about. It is The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Um, for those out there on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, you know, the comments are out there. The link is in there. And definitely, please make a point to check it out. I guarantee that you will not regret it. And if you do, you know, come back to me and tell me how much you thought it sucked. Because I guarantee you that you won't do that. And if you do think it sucks, cool. All right. You know, then it's not for you. And if it's not for you, then probably a lot of the things that I'm talking about aren't for you. And, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. It's cool, man. We can all agree to disagree on certain things. And this may be one of them. I don't know. You know, but that's really that's that's my issue with with personal development is that so many people struggle with becoming better people, trying to improve their lives, that there's just a wealth of material out there on how to do exactly that, that it can be overwhelming. And what ends up happening is nothing right? Like we get so overwhelmed with all of this material on what we can do to make ourselves better, what we can do to make ourselves healthier, what we can do to become more spiritual, what we can do to improve our family lives, what we can do to improve our careers. There's just, in, it's information overload at this point in time. And when you have that much information at your disposal so easily, just like that, you, you know, you can do what I've done for a long time and just log all this information and you know what, not do anything with it. It's easy to accumulate information. It's hard to make change and do that consistently because that's the key to making any kind of progress in any aspect of your life, whether it be financial, physical, in this regard, personal development, progress with your family relations, progress in your spiritual life, your social life, or your career. If you don't go about implementing that change consistently, then you can expect to be right where you were when you started trying to make that change or even in a worse position. So 
you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do, you've got to do it consistently. All right. So what does the future have in store for personal development? Well, for me, I can tell you one thing. I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. And what I mean by that, and I alluded to this earlier when I was talking about those in the Telegram group sort of know what's up. Um, When I say continue doing what I've been doing is in the past, I used to do this show every morning and I would, you know, I'd have my show notes updated. I was doing it consistently because this, this show was part of my own journey in personal growth and, uh, personal development. And, um, you know, I needed to do that. I needed to work through that and do it as consistently as I did to realize that I don't need to, and quite frankly, I don't want to do that like I used to. In the mornings, my whole routine is very different now. I wake up. I pray. I seek guidance. I give it up. I turn it over. May thy will be done, not mine, right? Like, everything in this life is out of my control. I've tried to control a lot of things for a long time. And you want to know how well that worked out for me? It didn't. It didn't. When I tried to control things, I found myself reacting. When I make observations about the things that are occurring and I pause and take time, I find myself responding. And that seems to be working out a little bit better. I exercise some patience. Seek wisdom. Approach things a little bit more slowly. Things materialize. After I pray, I read. I take some quiet time. I have a little journal. Uh, Again, it's over on the table. Not a big one, but I have a journal with the book that I'm reading, a book that was lent to me, and I take notes on it because I have questions. And, you know, if you're in a book study, and if you're not, I would encourage you to be in one. Book studies are a great way to connect with people that you normally wouldn't connect with otherwise, where you have a common objective, which is the book, where you're reading it, studying it, discussing it, how it impacts you, your perspective on things, questions you may have, getting input from other people on how they're looking at the same thing. Book studies are great. It's a great way to connect and network with people that you normally wouldn't interact with on a daily basis. You get insight and perspective on things you normally wouldn't get because more often than not in our lives, when we're just engaging with the people that we engage with, whether it's our family, our friends, our coworkers, our customers, we're exposed to that same, that same pattern. And not that that's inherently wrong, but when we get different thoughts and opinions on a common thing that we're all coming together to read, 
that's when the magic happens because it forces us to think it forces us to get outside of ourselves. And when we do that, when we get comfortable being uncomfortable, again, that's when the magic happens. Um, you know, after I read and have some quiet time over some coffee, this is decaf right now. Cause I can't do coffee. Can't do caffeine. Uh, past one or two o'clock anymore. I don't know if that's what happens when we get older, but um, you know, this morning process of journaling, praying, reading. Oh, forgot one important thing. Um, in addition to pray, read, which involves a little bit of journaling, I journal. And I call it personal deep work. Um, I have some, some guidelines, a, a little bit of a framework for what I'm doing when I'm journaling. And it involves me taking a deep look at historically why I've done the things I've done looking at things like my fears, um, really getting analytical about not only why I did the things that I did, but like what my role in that was, like, what did I do? Why did, why did these people impact me the way that they did? And at the end of the day, not literally at the end of the day, but what I'm trying to say is when I begin my day with prayer and I begin my day with quiet time, and reading a book, and then proceed to do this deep work, I've already opened myself up to God and... I seem to, maybe I'm just simply more receptive to it, but I seem to be getting a little bit more guidance and direction than I previously had. I started off earlier in the show talking about how I lacked confidence in the things that I did with regard to this show. I'm gaining confidence not only in the show itself, the past, but especially right now, right here. And I promise you, if you're not already doing something like that, wake, pray, even if it's just something as simple as thank you, help me, guide me. Start there. Start somewhere. Take quiet time. Don't look at your phone. Don't turn on the computer. Don't do any of that, at least for a half an hour. By doing what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at any devices or anything for at least an hour. I'm fully coming, coming to before I do any of that. And that's been immensely helpful because before that wasn't like that. I'd wake up, I'd try to get ready, prep the show. Oftentimes my mornings were a rush. Uh, it left me feeling scattered when I got to work. Feeling scattered upon arrival left me feeling stressed. That stress manifested in the ways in which I acted towards people, which affected the way that they responded or reacted to me, oftentimes making me more upset, and so on and so forth. You know, it can get, it can turn into a vicious cycle. When you start your morning slow with prayer, with reading, with journaling, and looking deep inside ourselves, it really sets the tone for the day.
All right. And so as far as the personal future of my own personal development is concerned, I'm likely going to continue doing exactly that or modify it in some way, shape or form. Now, societally speaking, I think we are lacking in personal development. I think that we are, generally speaking, not doing the things that I just said. Why do I think that? Because I wasn't doing them myself for a very long time. And moreover, I wasn't doing it, or if I was, I wasn't doing it consistently. This morning routine is something that I have been doing every single day. The only day that I waver from that is Sundays because I go to church. But even then, unless it's an early service like this morning, I try to make a point to wake up early to do that, even on market days like Saturday. If it means I have to get up at 4.30 in the morning to spend an extra hour of time before getting ready for the market, then that's what I do. If it means I have to sacrifice some things in the evening in order to make that happen the following morning, then that's what I do. Making change is not easy. But nothing changes if nothing changes. Get it? We all complain. We like to complain about how messed up the world is. But guys, nothing changes if nothing changes. I can't worry about your problems until I start dealing with mine. And as far as I can tell, the only way I can deal with mine is to give it up. Relinquish control. I don't have the ability to affect what it is that you do. But seemingly, I do have the ability to let what you do affect me. And that's stupid. I'm getting better at it. But I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. Because it is my understanding that most people do not begin their days in this way, that is why I believe things are the way that they are, or at least the way that we perceive them to be, which is messed up. Now, it doesn't really matter how I think it's messed up or why I think it's messed up, because the reasons I think it's messed up and how it's messed up are likely different than the reasons you think it's messed up. And you know what? None of that matters at all. None of it. Because you know what? We're all messed up. We're all just a world of imperfect people trying to figure it all out. So what do you do? Well, wake, pray, read, quiet, journal, five things in the morning. Start there. Forget about the rest of everything else that's going on. Let it all come together while you work on yourself. And all of a sudden, you'll start recognizing the error of your own ways and stop focusing so much of your attention on the error of others. It's not our place to make and pass those judgments.
worldwide. With regard to personal development, it's just an expansion of societally. Societally, I'm talking about American culture. I live in the United States, and I think the United States is Western culture on steroids. And quite frankly, I don't have the ability to speak on culture of any other place in the world because my experiences elsewhere in the world are limited at best. I've only been through in certain areas in passing and walking through a tourist town and then back out. So I can't speak to anything. But I can speak about the United States. I spent a lot of time living in a lot of different places, interacting with a lot of different demographics and different people. And, you know, yeah, I think things are pretty messed up here. So am I. I can't say whether you are or not. Only you can. But I would encourage you to think like that. Maybe give it some thought and consideration before you talk to others or talk about others. Why don't you reflect on yourself? And that's where personal development begins. Not just thinking, but doing. Pray. Read. Quiet. Journal. Even if it's just pray, read, quiet. Three things. Start your day there. See what happens. Do it every day. For at least three weeks. And if you miss a day, start over. I guarantee you things will change. And I guarantee you your perspective on personal development will change. And if it does, or more likely when it does, let me know. Let the group know on Telegram, t.me slash growth. Let the groups know on Facebook. Shoot me a tweet on Twitter, at growth. Drop a comment here on the video at All Around Growth on YouTube. Let me know what your thoughts are on personal development. Let me know what benefits you. I'm sincerely interested in people who watch that or watch this, people who listen to the podcast. Um, you know, podcast information is in the description below. You can find all the episodes at allaroundgrowth.co, YouTube at All Around Growth, podcast players everywhere, on Twitter at All Around Growth, on Facebook at All Around Growth. So let us know. Let us know what you think about personal development, how you've gone about it what things you think are beneficial, what problems you think there are with it, and what you think the future of it is for you, for society, and for the world. Because I'd love to hear it, and I'm pretty sure everyone else would too. So with that, guys, this is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.
You're an 